Thank you for tuning in to the Wailopo Daily Huddle. This is your Wailopo Realtor in Residence, Barry Jenkins. Uh, sometimes I'm on doing my daily huddle that I do for my teams. Other times we have our other Wailopo professors. But regardless, we are all here to help you daily monitor your business and crush it on the Wailopo platform. Thanks for being a part of this amazing family and uh, tune in for uh, your daily dose of encouragement. All right, so uh, what I just did with the Friends and Real Estate team, uh, I want to do with the Tribe team and just kind of position something is if I was an agent that didn't have anything under contract and I don't have anything closing in the month of March and I don't have anybody close, what I would do. Uh, it would bother me. I tend to be more of an anxious type personality, so I would really focus on um, uh, um, you know, uh, I focus on things that others don't, but it's also the, a detriment. It also hinders me in many ways as well because I, I don't necessarily enjoy uh, the success. It would bother me, um, but I wouldn't let it bother me to the point that I become complacent because the anxiousness of being able to pay my bills would catapult me into working harder today than I did yesterday. I would then go into probably start my day in follow-up boss. Um, I would do it early in the morning and uh, in the evening because I would have hopes of catching the person at home. The list of people that I would call, I would uh, probably start in my hot and my uh, act, list number four. List number four is the active leads that are hot and warm. And so these are people that I've spoken to uh, that I feel I've converted. And what I would do is I would find the column in list number four, which is the active, hot or warm, and I would go to the last activity column and I would click the word last activity and I would sort new to old. And so let's do, for example, uh, Narita's got a lead that's number one on the list. It's Patricia Burns. And, um, and it says here that, um, let's see, last night she was uh, looking at homes and um, and so I'm going to start on my list of people that have recently been on our website, and uh, I'm going to focus on them, and uh, you know I'm going to select all of them that I need to call. So right now I'm selecting five or six, and because I'm calling at an opportune time, after I've selected the people I want to talk to, I just selected the first seven. There's a phone icon above the list. It's next to the mail icon. It's in between the person icon and the mail icon, and it's a phone. When you hit that, it's going to create a calling list, and it's going to start calling the first person on the list. And if they answer, you'll talk to them. If they don't, there's going to be a screen that you can type the notes that, hey, I tried to call, no answer. And then you hit next, and then it calls the next person. From there, I would, um, I would go and do the same thing in list number three which are my leads that I haven't converted um, and uh, sort them based on recent activity. 
And, and the idea here is you want to talk to as many people as you can that are acting like they're interested in buying or selling a home. We spend a lot of money on marketing that I said yesterday is like radar. And this radar is telling you when people are logging in and doing different activities. And so you use follow-up boss to organize what, what the activity is in your radar. And you've got this list number four of people that you've converted because you changed the stage of the lead to either hot, warm, or cold. And now you're sorting based on when they're logging in. Then you go to list number three, and uh, you're, you're looking at leads that are in the lead stage, so they have not been converted, but they are actively logging in. They're triggering alerts of some kind, whether a hand raiser or priority, why priority tag or um, uh, AI needs follow-up tag. Those are three tags that are added to the lead. If you don't know what a tag is, it's on the left. When you click on a name of the lead, on the left-hand side where it's talking about their name and number and email, um, you'll see tags. And Biloco tags the lead if the lead does something important. That's all I'll say about tags for now. And so list number three are leads that did something important that have never been converted. I'm probably going to text them. I'm going to go to text. I'm going to click the first lead. Let's say it's Patricia. Go to text. And I'm going to use the template button underneath the word text, under, under the, 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 the field where you type the text message. I've already written uh, text messages for list number three, and they happen to have the number three in front of them. And so you just pick one of those. And uh, it already pre-fills their name and your name, and I added emojis, all this stuff that you can't do quickly. And, uh, and I would go through there. And, um, and I would do my best to do this in the pond as well, sort based on last activity, priority alerts, things like that, um, and try to find people that are willing to talk to you that have the goal of one day buying or selling a home. It doesn't have to be this summer. It doesn't have to be this spring. I'm talking about one day because I have a theory, and that theory is, our society, generally speaking, does not plan ahead for things. Um, and there's always exceptions, but when people tell you they want to buy next year, if you dig a little bit, you're going to find out they actually have zero plans. There's no, like, every month I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. It's super vague. They have no direction. They're a little bit overwhelmed, so they'd rather not deal with it. And... Uh, and so they're just trying to brush us off the phone. You're trying – you need to find those people. And when you talk to them, you just need to recognize that if you talk to uh, 50 people in a month that uh, using these sorting tools that I just went over, I'm, I'd be willing to bet that like 47 out of 50 are going to tell you why they don't need any help. And – what I really want to get across to you guys on the tribe team is this. They aren't the authority of home buying. You are. You might say, well, I've only been an agent for three weeks. Well, you at least took the licensing course. You know more than they do in that regard. But you're the licensed professional. You're going to be the judge of whether or not they need help. Now, look, you can't say it that way. You're going to be considered to be arrogant, and they're going to even get off the phone even quicker. Because they don't know you, they have no reason to trust you yet. 
But if you rush off the phone every time somebody tells you they don't need any help, I need you to understand that you're depending on an inferior opinion of whether or not they're ready. And we don't know where they understood whether they're ready or not. 80% of people polled in the country, according to Fannie Mae, thought they needed a 20% down payment. And, uh, you know, most Americans don't have $5,000 in their savings account, let alone 20% of 100000 So I'm saying that to say when you do get the person on the phone, you've done the hard work. And, and, guys, all of you that hear my voice right now, you're hard workers. You wouldn't be on the team if you weren't a hard worker. But in the sales industry, specifically professional sales, like what you're in in real estate, it does require hard work, but it also requires that you perform and that you perform well. And every time you talk to a human being and they have the dream of buying or selling one day, I just need you to have a general awareness. This is what I was looking for. I've been trying to find somebody that wants to buy or sell one day. Setting aside the fact they just told me they don't want to buy until 2021 because of some reason, this is what I was looking for. Stop looking for the person that says, yes, can we go look at homes this weekend? If that happens, we will all be excited, okay? And it does happen sometimes, but that's not what you're looking for because that's luck. You can't control a person's readiness. You can only control um, your response to whatever they say. So don't wait until you find someone that says, can we go look at homes this weekend? Every human being you talk to, if they have the goal of buying or selling one day, that is your opportunity. And uh, I want to go over four questions that I like to ask that I want you to use. If you have the ability to write something down, please write it down. If you don't, um, uh, maybe ping one of the other agents on the team that you know is normally on the huddle. And I'm going to give you the four questions. You guys have heard me say these before, but I know the majority of agents are not still doing this when they get someone on the phone because you're nervous. And so I need you to try to start to inject these into your conversation. Instead of giving you a conversation to memorize, agents like to call them scripts, where we, we try to force the conversation to be a specific way because that's what we memorize, I use question-based teaching, and which also equates to question-based selling. It's called the Socratic method of teaching. Socrates invented it. Jesus used it. It's how you teach somebody because it gets them to think. The first question I like, if it's a new lead, is I just say, hey, looks like a couple of houses caught your eye online. Um, I'm just checking in. Did anything stand out, good, bad, ugly? I want to keep it casual. That's why I add the ugly, but you use whatever format you are. And I'm hoping they say something that they liked or disliked. And then I'm going to relate to them somehow. Normal conversation. Depending on how I feel next, um, if, I, if I'm nervous or they're not reacting the way I want, for whatever reason, the one that I just ask without thinking is, so have you been looking long for a house? I just want to keep the conversation going, right? When they tell me that, if they've been looking for a year, they've probably met with 30 agents. There's something wrong, and I need to find out what's wrong. There's, there's something missing about this, this person, and I need to help them because it shouldn't be that difficult. 
They're probably in their own way, and I need to find out. Um, if I feel really good and I feel like we're vibing and uh, they don't mind talking to me, I'll, I might say, so um, just out of curiosity, whenever you decide to move, so, you know, whether it's three years from now, five years, or six months, be vague about the timeline. You don't want to put pressure on them. Uh, what would you like to change about where you live right now? That is a great way to talk about the things that annoy them about where they live. And people love to complain, so I'm sure that they'll tell you all the horrible things that they hate about where they live. Um, and then where I want to go towards the end is I want to kind of have a, a sporadic thought, or at least I want it to feel that way, because I'm trying to put them at ease. And I might say, you know what? Do you, do you, uh, do you happen to have a friend or a family member in the mortgage business? I want to talk about the mortgage, but I don't want to scare them because that's, that's a big, that's their core fear is can they afford it. But notice I didn't say, hi, yes, do you, uh, do you have a friend or a family member in the mortgage business? Do you have a friend or a family member in the mortgage business? Right, like just very scripted and forced. I stuttered a lot, and I started with, you know what? And I went up in my voice. My intonation went up. You might be overwhelmed right now by all the things I'm saying, but, you know, I'm trying to help you guys pick up on the fact that the person on the other end of the phone is trying to decide whether or not they can trust you, and they can't see you, they can't see your reviews, they know nothing about you, and generally speaking, we don't trust others as a society uh, unless we know them. And so you have to uh, be authentic and come across in a way that uh, puts them at ease. So I'll say uh, the fourth question is, um, you know what? Do you, do you happen to have a friend or a family member maybe in the mortgage business? So super unscripted and casual. I don't care what their answer is. I now want to tell them why I asked it. And I'm going to talk to them and emphasize that this is the largest purchase of their life. They owe it to themselves if they're hoping to buy in the next 12 months to have a preliminary mortgage consult. And I'm going to say something that puts them at ease, and I'll say, you know, that sounds like a bigger deal than really what it is. I've got a lender that can actually give you some parameters. It's about a 15-minute phone call. What will happen at the end of the phone call is you're going to know what your monthly payment what that actually buys you. And you're not going to call me and say, can we go look at a house tonight? You're going to let me know what you can afford. And then over the next year, I'm going to send you homes that fit your budget. Now, uh, I'm trying to calm their fears. I'm trying to empower them with information so they can make uh, a, a, a legitimate financial decision about their future. They're guessing on the largest purchase of their life because they're scared. And so I'm having to – my sales training is teaching you how, not, how to get help to them without coming across in a salesy way. That's actually my whole thing. That's where the name Friends in Real Estate came from because we wanted to sell like we would teach our friends. And so now I need to get them out of their way. Do you, do you have 15 minutes right now? I might be able to do a three-way call. Just to, I can't guarantee that, though. Sometimes they say yes. Charlene can uh, testify to that, that – they do. They say yes. Uh, Kim can testify to that. Others can testify to that. If they can't do the three-way call right now, say, when would you like a call? And qualify the appointment. They say 5 o'clock when they get off work. Say, do you actually want to do that right when you get off? Or would you prefer it to be 6 or 6.30? Maybe have dinner. And then after 
they get approved, which you just trust Toby to do their job, trust the lender, you want to take them to a house and make it fun, not so you can buy. Say, I know you don't want to buy yet, but I want you to learn what you can buy whenever you decide to buy. This is the biggest purchase of your life. I'm trying to help you prepare. Show them one or two houses. Don't show them 20. And just let them experience what their money buys you. What we have found is by giving our leads, which are actually people, a safe environment to learn and consider and compare where they live to where they're going and compare what they pay now to what they could pay, we are actually helping what would have been a really long and stressful process over the next 12 months. We are removing blockers. We're actually serving uh, our community and helping them. And so it's like it's the most amazing thing in the world that you could be a top salesperson and be like singularly focused on serving people. I have sold over 200 homes since 2011 a year. Not 2000, 2013. 2011, I sold 125.